Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Good morning. We are together. We're not in separate places. And uh, we are in New Hampshire. Up in Uh, Holderness in the mountains. Yeah, and uh, overlooking the uh, Squam Lake, which is uh, where they made the movie On Golden Pond. Yeah. Uh, So it's really beautiful. And uh, we're here. Kathy, you live here uh, in New Hampshire. How far away? About an hour and 15 minutes if you actually are... Just driving it. However, yesterday coming up, we took the Bronco, the doors off the Bronco, the top off the Bronco, which means we had to not go the highway. So, so hour you, and so 45 minutes. So you made it, made it minutes. in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we did about an hour and 45 minutes, beautiful back roads the whole way, seeing lakes and mountains. Yeah. And, yeah. So, so we're here um, celebrating. Um, last night was a uh, dinner party to raise money for uh, two great ministries here in New Hampshire, uh, Lydia's yes. House of Hope, mm-hmm. uh, which is for, uh, maybe you, you know a little bit more about that. We had Teresa on, actually, Yeah, she so described it, but what exactly do they do? So Lydia's House of Hope is actually targeting women, and, and women that have found themselves in homeless situations um, because of different addictions and abuse and things that have gone on in their lives, and literally they bring them in and they give them a home. And in that home, they they teach them to live the life that God had for them, really. Um, but they require them to work, and they help them to get employed, and they um, really disciple them and love them. The big thing is they love them. They love them solid for a year and and give them skills to re-engage with, with community and with society and to be able to care for themselves and their families and their kids, you know, sometimes their kids will be there with them if they have custody right. of them. And, but it is truly a house of, of freedom and restoration. They truly pour into them and, and walk them into restoration. And on the other side, these ladies are so thankful for the freedom that they've been given and they've, they've been given a place to live and a place to, a safe place to rediscover who God made them to be. Right. And they, uh, Scott and Kristen uh, Cornell, who are also leaders of Living Waters, uh, connected with them uh, and then basically uh, taught their uh, Teresa uh, mm-hmm. about abiding and uh, discerning God's will. Uh, then the staff, uh, and now they literally, uh, all the ladies, uh, once a week go through abiding mm-hmm. Uh, and they rotate in and out and learning how to follow God and their and their lives because they're so hungry. Right. Uh, they've learned and and it's really a beautiful example. Uh, actually, we talk about the covenant mm-hmm. of uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, right. and they're restoring their lives because God is doing the work. Right. Uh, and so and, many of them, for the first time ever, are are understanding, coming to understand by experience, a love that is truly unconditional. Right. 
on understanding that through God and understanding his identity that he has spoken over them, that they've never been told or lived out or had people around them pour into them and, and nurture that. And so it's incredible. Right. Yeah. And then the other one ministry is called His Mansion, uh, similar uh, in nature. Uh, it's not targeted just to women. It's really to young uh, adults mm-hmm. that men and women you know, ages 19, 20, up to 25, uh, who are addicted, mm-hmm. uh, down and out, um, and they come uh, again and, and learn uh, abiding, they learn uh, work, uh, respect, um, community, uh, and they spend a year there at least mm-hmm. for the process, again, of getting them back to a place where they can live normally in a healthy way. Right, uh, right. And I think the timing there in both things is really interesting because they're not these short programs where you come in and you expect it's going to be like this. They recognize that there's layers to healing right. and really pressing in on all of that um, and looking at the whole person. Yep. So uh, we were part of that uh, here at uh, Dunkel House overlooking mm-hmm. the uh, lake and they sponsored it all. Uh, had about 50 people. Uh, this was a dinner that. This was a dinner, and they, they flew in a chef. <laughs> oh, he was amazing Miami. too, right? Really good, yeah. Chef Philippe. It, it was great, um, and then we'll have a big worship day today. Uh, Linda and I got to spend some time at Scott and Kristen's uh, lake house, mm-hmm. relaxing on the uh, boat, and uh, so fun. You know, Linda loves the lake, so uh, we're actually looking at maybe. Uh, uh, renting a place up there for a month next, next I summer. I heard that. If you guys do that, you have to come down to our neck yes. of the woods and play some. Yeah, I told Linda be... I was going to show her all the cute towns to shop in. Uh-oh. I know you'll love Uh-oh. that. <laughs> so um, as we talk about um, uh, End Times Friday, which is today, uh, in terms of when it's going to be broadcast, the uh, we, we're actually uh, in this aspect of the beast and the false prophet mm-hmm. and the mark of the beast. We'll get into that in a little bit detail. A couple of interesting uh, things that have happened. The um, inflation rate is uh, is very strong. You know, it's mm-hmm. eight, eight to ten percent, and that doesn't. They, remember, they took stuff out of the basket, so right. like it doesn't include right. food, which is probably which higher is probably than that. One of the biggest things. Uh, I mean, you've gone to the grocery store lately. Uh, and, and fuel, etc. So inflation is here, and that's causing. Mm-hmm. Uh, difficulty. There's um, uh, right now. There's 20 million Americans who are behind in their cell phone bills. Really? Yeah, because uh, they're struggling with the ability of choices that they have to mm-hmm. make in terms of paying their bills because they have such high inflation with food and and rent, etc. And gas. And gas. And even with gas coming down lately, yep. it's still so uh, high. And then the. Uh, uh, the defaults on credit cards is starting to accelerate. Uh, mm. So this was very similar to what happened in 2008, uh, where there were you know there started to be a lot of default on debt because debt was piled up so much. Right. Um, and it start you know starting to happen. So they're uh, experiencing that. And um, I think I, I think I mentioned that there was a home builder, a national home builder that in one day, had 25,000 cancellations wow. um, of orders because people, you know, realizing mm-hmm. the interest rates are getting too high and they, you know, they can't afford them. So 
Well, and you're even coming in with the building, they'll you're signing a contract and you're not really knowing what the price is going to be right, yet because right. building supply changes, you know, costs are changing so quickly right. that they're not locking you in on prices yep. often. Yeah, um, and so uh, uh, as we uh, look at that, um, uh, it's, you know, happening. And then there's another interesting thing that happened in California is California uh, announced uh, just last week that um, no gas cars will be allowed in California uh, mm. by 2030, uh, which is really lightning speed. That's uh, that is fast uh, to get infrastructure. And so the in funny thing is, and supplies, and... Um, and of course they're looking at it as because of what they believe is you know what they call the green approach. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this, so they announce it, mm -hmm. and then California has one a really severe heat heat wave. Right. Well, the heat wave, because of the air conditioning, uh, really stresses their grit. Yeah, they get rolling power, Elect power, power outage. Right? So they yeah. came out. <laughs> uh, this is hilarious to me. They came out, uh, and this is literally the day after they told everybody you have to go to get uh, electric cars. Mm -hmm. They said, <laughs> okay, anybody that has an electric car, do not charge it because you'll you'll take the grid down. Oh no! <laughs> uh, and that's just a fraction. The amount of electric cars out there is a fraction mm -hmm. of what it would be. And they admitted that a fraction, if they all charged it, would take the grid down because of the other right. uh, stresses on the wow. system. And think about multiplying So imagine that. if that was everyone there who actually had them. Then yeah. what do they do? They're just... Well, you wouldn't be able to because yeah. it wouldn't work. Yeah. Because they would crash the system. Crazy. And the, see, yeah. the interesting thing about hmm. uh, fuel and energy is... Uh, it's built on infrastructure mm -hmm. and the ability to generate it. <laughs> and the funny thing is that electricity, because they've, they've moved away from nuclear, mm -hmm. uh, electricity generated by coal and gas. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, as they look behind it, they're actually not really solving you know, the problem. A, it is more of a look. Right, right. Because it would really have to be... If it was going to be pure, it'd have to be solar. Mm -hmm. And solar, there's no way the the energy there. And by the way, wind uh, doesn't even what they call compute. You can't generate enough right. power from from gigantic windmills. You just can't do it. It doesn't work. Right. Uh, well, and in fact, I think I told you when we were over in Ireland, we did that e-bike tour through Colmera, yeah. and they have windmills all over that area. I don't know if you've been driven through that when you were there. But the windmills over there, the tour guide was telling us, um, actually generate power for a, a crazy number of people. So this this whole section of the island. But for several days while we were there, there was no wind. Yeah. <laughs> and so they were worried about this, this crisis of power oh. just while we were there because the wind was so light. You know? So it's interesting. Yeah. So we've been uh, talking um, as we, uh, you know, remember, look at the potential uh, for uh, the tribulation uh, and there's certainly more and more uh, statements about it. Uh, there's uh, organizations, W uh, World Economic Forum, mm -hmm. with the purpose of one world government, one currency, uh, the great what they call the Great Reset. 
uh, and they've actually targeted 2030 as their target date mm -hmm. is when they would like to make That's this right. happen. So yeah. they're moving. Uh, and again, I think we mentioned that uh, you know they came out with a digital system and Canada joined it and they made a big deal out of it. Um, so we've been talking about what does that look like in going into the tribulation? And we've talked about the beast. Mm -hmm. uh, and the beast is created by the harlot. So there's a group behind it that is getting it organized, like the WF, WEF right, right. would be considered part of that harlot because they're planning mm -hmm. to create the beast. Uh, now, they wouldn't call it the beast. They actually call it good. Right. Um, and, and when the people uh, embrace it, they see it as very, very good. Right. Because uh, it's, it's not an oppressive thing in their mind. They think it's a solution. Uh, the beast is a system with 10 heads, um, one of those um, subheads uh, steps up, uh, starts to take over, and becomes the Antichrist. And then it talked about that then they, they realize that it's personifying the beast. Mm -hmm. So the system becomes directed by him. Um, and then uh, we last time we got into a little bit of the false prophet, we'll get into that a little bit more today. So uh, go again to uh, Revelation 13, uh, 11 through 18. Sure, it says, Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here's wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Yeah. Um, so um, the false prophet, again, appears like the lamb. Mm -hmm. and, and John uses a, the lamb analogy to represent Jesus, right. Christ, uh, the Savior. Uh, but this is a false, what's called a false prophet. And a false prophet is someone who who claims mm -hmm. to be of God. Right. Particularly uh, when he's identifying with the Lamb, you would look at this person as someone who claims to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I'm... Uh, and a, a, in that, he'll give credence to the idea that this person is Christ. Right, yeah, right. That, that he is the uh, to be worshipped. Um, and he says he causes the earth to worship the first beast, uh, and he does it through uh, really two ways. Uh, one, uh, he says down here, uh, he says uh, everybody, mm -hmm. and it describes rich, poor, uh, small, great, free, slave, um, everybody who has mm -hmm. to join it receives a mark. Right. Um, and a mark is an identifier uh, and it's on your forehand or your right hand. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I think that um, it may not be literally that there's a you know 666 on your forehead, but rather 
of John is observing that in order to buy you, uh, and, and I think he's seeing electronic, because mm -hmm. that's what they're trying to do is what's called digital uh, right. recognition. Um, and we actually have it today so that when you open your phone, mm -hmm. uh, it actually recognizes your image. Well, there's even chips now that they're inserting in places. Chip, that, chips chips can, yeah. can be that as well. So yeah. that, uh, again, on the that's wrist, nice. maybe would be the, uh, you know, the smartwatch. Mm -hmm. um, and then the phone looking at, you know, John might have seen the phone coming up to your forehead. Mm -hmm. And like, well, they have a mark on their forehead because they're identifying that, that right. way. But there's a mark. And the mark is just an identifier. And it's an identifier, which I think actually could be you as a person. Mm -hmm. uh, that you, you you sign up and say, just like you do on your phone. Because you do have to agree to it. You'd have to You'd, agree to yeah. it. You'd have to say, I consent, mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to accept this system. And he says, uh, so it's, it's economic. Uh, if you're going to join the system, you're going to have to use this mm -hmm. digital mark. And then two is that uh, I'm going to cause you to worship the beast. So mm -hmm. it's not only join this the the system of it but now worship the person who's representing mm -hmm. the beast and that he and think about worship it means that they're attributing um, a um, let's say a spiritual mm -hmm. element that this person is God and mm -hmm. we need to worship that God and because of his power uh, particularly because he comes back, appears to be coming back from the life uh, of, of death and then is resurrected, people say, I guess he is God. Mm -hmm. And he seems benevolent at the moment because he's given us economic gain. So, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. um, and so he keeps promoting not only the economic system, but, by the way, worship. Right. Uh, uh, the God. Um, and then he says, um, uh, you know, the false prophet is therefore most Christians will say, well, that Christian leader mm -hmm. is saying this is, this is good. Uh, and so, and, and for me to join the system, it's good. So a lot of people who are believers mm -hmm. are going to join. Right. And they actually worship the beast. And be deceived into that. Yeah, and yeah. be deceived into it, partly because of the false prophet. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, it's, it's a dragon behind it. Um, okay, so... Uh, we have to look at the implication of that. So now go to Revelation 14 and read verses uh, 6 uh, through uh, 13. This is Revelation 14, uh, 6 through uh, 13. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. And another angel followed, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, 
and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are those who keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Okay, so um, we, we know that um, there's, as at mid-trib mm-hmm. is the, what's called the abomination of desolation. Right, which is when the Antichrist actually basically demands all people worship him. Right, right? That, okay. that I am God, uh, and um, I literally um, reject any form of true God mm-hmm. and replace it and this is, remember what Satan is doing, because Satan's behind it, the dragon, mm-hmm. so you got the triumvirate, the dragon, the antichrist, and the false prophet. Um, the, uh, the anti, or the Satan, uh, Satan, the dragon, is is replacing mm-hmm. the true God with the false God. Right. Um, and everybody, he wants the world to, to worship, buy into to worship it. him, yeah. uh, to where there is literally uh, no believer on earth so that then he, all the people of the earth worship him, uh, which has been the fight mm-hmm. interesting enough since Adam and Eve. So um, the abomination of desolation is mid-trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, I'm God, and, and the false prophet said everybody worship him. Where he's now, um, God sends out his angels, uh, and um, he makes some statements here that... Um, some pretty um, dire warnings here, by yeah, the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, um, uh, and remember, think of the, and this is interesting enough, the essence of, of the choice mm-hmm. that everybody has to make. Right. Um, he's saying, uh, fear God, give glory to him, the hour of judgment mm-hmm. has come, worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of, of water. Okay, now, the people are worshiping the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. The angels say, you're being deceived. Right. You're not worshiping the true, the true God, God because exactly. he's the one that actually has superior power mm-hmm. and has created it all. Um, I'm, I'm urging you to reconsider. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting enough, uh, nobody ever does, mm-hmm. which is funny to me because it's not, not going to go well. But God said the judgment is coming, and so, and this is, remember, we learn, and we'll go into this, God's wrath mm-hmm. comes um, after the mid-trib, and now God starts introducing his judgment on earth, which is awful, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody's affected by it. Um, and he said, you know, Babylon has fallen, um, they're, they're not gonna succeed. Um, uh, and then he says, if anyone, worships a beast and receives the mark, he himself shall drink the, the wine of the wrath of God. Okay, so who receives the wrath of God? Anybody who has the mark. Anybody that's taken the mark. Right. Okay, so this is um, a significant statement that mm-hmm. I believe all believers have to reflect on. Right. Uh, yeah, because, it brings up a thousand questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because... Um, there's uh, a couple elements of it, which is again why there, we have to all seek God together on mm-hmm. this. Uh, but there's a couple thoughts. One, 
um, well, there's uh, the rapture. Mm-hmm. Um, and, if the, and if we're raptured, then we're not here anyway. Yeah, if it's pre-trib rapture. Pre-trib rapture, you know, then, then, then we're not here anyway. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, isn't, isn't that a good idea? Um, and then two is that, well, uh, I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. So it certainly doesn't matter even if it's later, but I'm not going to experience God's right. wrath. And Can I pause you for a second? Yeah. So pre-trib would believe that, they're, that it's not a concern because they're going to be out before. Mid-trib, because the mark of the beast and the abomination of desolation happens at that midpoint, would mid-trib support the idea that you would be gone before the mark? Well, no. Um, uh, the mark is going to be issued uh, to... Um, oh, that's at the beginning of the beginning, Okay. Uh, to be able to buy and sell. That's right. Okay, so join, that's the beginning join, of join the, the seven world, years. So only pre-trib would get you out of that. Right, right. <laughs> and, and then, uh, but even here, uh, it's... Um, and this is a this is an interesting thought um, because it's not it's not absolute, but um, even mid trib rapture, mm-hmm. which basically removes then the believer from that being uh, under God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other possibility, by the way, and it still could be post trib is uh, it's reflective of Moses and Pharaoh mm-hmm. in that he gave them the 10 plagues, right. God's wrath. The Jews were there. Right. And they experienced it. But they were it. protected. But they're protected mm-hmm. from the actual consequence of those of God's wrath. Right. So we know that um, he's saying the ones that haven't taken the mark of the beast either are going to be gone mm-hmm. or they're protected. Right. So the question underneath it all, which which again this implies, because it doesn't, it doesn't say accept. Right. It says anybody who's taken the mark of the beast is going to be subject to God's wrath. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, the historical biblical examples of that uh, is Jeremiah and Israel. Mm-hmm. That Israel were God's chosen people. Right. God's. Uh, favored God's children, uh, family, mm-hmm. and he said, "You're not following me, so repent. Right. If you do, I will not bring judgment. Right. If you don't repent, it's I'm, bring, I'm bringing judgment. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they didn't repent, mm-hmm. um, even at the end. And that's why then he appeals to the remnant. By the way, the remnant will be the ones that don't take the mark of the beast." Right. And those are the ones that are walking with him, abiding, well, listening he, to he his says voice, it. surrendering. Yeah, see, he yeah. says it. Uh, he says, uh, here, as he's describing mm-hmm. not taking the mark of the beast, right. the is the patience of the saints, of the saints those who keep mm-hmm. the commandments and basically keep the instruction of mm-hmm. God and the faith, belief mm-hmm. of what Jesus has spoken to right. us. Uh, and he said, he doesn't say all believers, interesting enough. Right. Um, and he doesn't exempt believers from the, from the wrath. So that uh, in Israel, uh, when uh, Jeremiah uh, said repent, and they didn't, um, then, he, then God appealed to them and said, okay, um, you are going to experience the judgment. If you're a remnant, I'll protect you mm-hmm. and give you favor. 
covenant mm-hmm. life. Uh, now, what I want you to do to choose to be part of the remnant is basically surrender. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't fight. Right. Get out of the city and willingly go back to Babylonia with Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. And then I'll protect you. Uh, my instruction. Okay, most of them didn't do it. Right. They said, no, we're staying and fighting. And God said, if you stay and fight, my wrath is actually coming against you, my children. Because you're not following. Because you're you don't not have a heart obedient. to follow. Yeah. And, they, and he said, you will die, and your children and your wives and your livestock. Right. And they all died. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they, they received, they were the recipient of God's wrath. So what it brings up is uh, we have to be careful that we're not developing a, a false theology mm-hmm. because of it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, or we think the nature of God is this. Or is, we'd like the nature of God to be. Yeah, we'd like <laughs> it to be, or, or declarations mm-hmm. that are made. But this implies that though anybody that takes the mark of the beast is going to receive God's wrath mm-hmm. and maybe, therefore, may not be raptured. Right. Um, and the question, which is what you and I keep asking people, is um, it's really learning to follow the instruction of God. Mm-hmm. Which comes down to a heart for surrender. A heart for surrender. Yeah. And I want to know the truth and not determine my own consequence. Because he said some people are going to be martyred, mm-hmm. uh, but I believe he'll protect us even in that physically. Uh, we'll, we'll die, but but it won't it won't have a, a, a severe pain to it. Um, and he says, yeah, there's consequences, but if we think about it, it's really short term. Mm-hmm. It's just a few years. That in the big picture, in the big picture, because ulti- ultimately, uh, God says either I'm gonna I am gonna rapture you or I'm gonna protect you, and then when my wrath comes against the world. You will. You won't be recipients of that, mm-hmm. and then you're going to go into eternity, in the millennium and eternity, with great uh, wonder and joy and fantastic. Mm-hmm. So it's really a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And God says, "Don't, don't convince. Be convinced that what the Antichrist promises is a long-term, wealthy benefit. Right. It's going to be actually short-term, and mm-hmm. it's not going to last. Uh, and so the the key is." Is really about the mark of the beast. Um, of you know, what is it? Uh, it'll be an economic. I believe it'll be an economic approval system mm-hmm. that you agree to join, and there'll be all kinds of things. And God will show us clearly. Right. Don't take that mark. You know, although it does of, say in there, you know, people will don't be deceived. So that means there's yeah. room for people to be deceived. Yeah. So we need to be aware and really abiding with God. Yeah, and yeah, and a lot of people. A lot of people will uh, think, well, isn't this a good idea? Mm-hmm. But if there's discernment and practicing that discernment, mm-hmm. God will, will show us. And that's why people say, well, how will I know? How will I, what if I make a mistake? Right. Eh, we won't be able to make a mistake because, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, community will be around us. Right. Um, and then it'll be, God will be clear. It's not going to be fuzzy. Right. It'll be, no, I'm telling you, that's, that's the deception Right. And I'm asking you, don't fall for that deception. Right. And it won't be, you know, I hope you guess right. Mm-hmm. God will be absolute. Let me show you, let me show you, let me show you. When he, when he said it, Jeremiah told him, he wasn't fuzzy. Mm-hmm. He said, if you surrender, right. you will not receive my wrath. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what to do. Get out of the city, don't mm-hmm. fight, and surrender. And it was very, very clear. It wasn't, right. I hope you guess right. 
Right. It was really clear. So yeah. we'll pick this up uh, again next time because we'll talk. We're going to get into God's wrath. Uh, and what does that mean and uh, the implication of it. But the mark of the beast um, is really um, a pretty pretty important thing to understand Absolutely. and to be ready for. Yeah. And, and I would just say, <laughs> don't do it. I know those consequences. Wise I know those consequences. But strengthen your community mm-hmm. and practice Practice discernment. Yeah, so when it comes, Mm -hmm. we all know that we know that we know, and then we're part of the remnant community uh, that stands up to it. So um, uh, I I think, personally, I think it's going to be very exciting, and I keep praying, actually, give me more and more practice of discernment Mm -hmm. so I can see deception and not fall for it in any way, and particularly false theology, which Mm -hmm. really the false prophet represents. Right. Is don't fall for what somebody says. And that's why we keep teaching. But just go back to the word. Exactly. Uh, and, and we're seeing the word right here. And that's why I should raise up and say, huh, maybe I should pursue this further mm-hmm. as opposed to just assume certain things. Because it says what it says. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you got to we'll, wrestle through the truth. We'll, uh, right we'll pick this up again. So uh, uh, we urge you to consider that. And um, we, Father, we just pray for, we pray for all of us to mm-hmm. have a heart to practice this right now, to be in community to understand, uh, even if this is a long way off, but uh, we know that uh, a, a culture of wickedness is sweeping the world, and may we have truth, understanding, and how we can continue to live uh, in your will and be blessed. And we praise you and thank you now in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day, a fantastic weekend. And if you have any questions, this one brings up some questions for sure. Send them in to AFJ questions at afjministry.com, and we will be happy to address them. Yep. All right. We will see you later. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.